This is an OSV Podcast Network production. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com. Start by moving the molehills in your life. Powers and principalities will attack your marriage, your job, your finances, your family. Practice your faith to move these attacks out of your life. Practice it. Engage it. Strengthen it. You practice it by going where you can hear that word. You practice it by following the teachings of God. This is OSV Talks, a show where we explore topics from prominent Catholic leaders to spark discussion, explore new or re-explore old approaches, and inspire creative thinking all from the heart of the church. My name is Doug Tuke, and I will be your host. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. I've got Jim Coleman with me. This is I cannot wait for you folks to get to know Jim. Successful actor for over 25 years, starring in numerous TV shows like My Brother and Me, The Walking Dead, Law and Order, Bloodline, and more. Currently performing in the touring one-man stage drama, Tolton, From Slave to Priest. Jim, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here. It is a treat. Every every time we rehearsed for OSV Talks, I wanted our rehearsals to last longer because I just wanted to visit. <laughs> you're just yeah, that no, kind those of, were some quick rehearsals. Yeah, I, I know. Like, we, you're, you're just oh, that kind of a on. person. Yeah. You're that kind of a person. <laughs> well, it's also rare that we would get somebody who does performance uh, as part of their life to do what OSV Talks is. So, so there's just things that just come naturally to you that are just different. Some folks are folks that have like never really been in front of people before. And it's like, oh, we got to grind on this. We got to make this look good. Yeah. So you're very unique in that way. Thank you. I love it. I have to ask, um, acting is rarely a, prof- a life that f- just falls in your lap. It, it's There is just so much that brings people to that space where they're able to do it professionally. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming a performer and Maybe some of the highlights of your career. I I just love it. For me, acting was just really, I did it in high school and uh, I had a drama teacher who was really, really good. And she told me to believe what I was saying, to Mm -hmm. picture it. She says, if you can't see it, you can't show it to anyone. Mm -hmm. So I learned to just visualize whatever I was saying, I would have to see it. And then I would feel it. Mm -hmm. And once I felt it, I was able to share it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just carried that with me. I never had any other formal training. I went to the military, got out. I was a journeyman press operator. No kidding. At the Orlando Sentinel. No kidding. (laughs) Uh, And I would do um, uh, industrial films and different things like that. And it just progressed. And here I was, I was thinking, here I I have a great job at the Orlando Sentinel. I'm, you know, making really good money, benefits, the whole thing. I got a family, I'm raising my kids. And uh, someone said, man, you know, you're a pretty good actor. You should try auditioning more. You should, I mean, you you book all these industrial films. Why don't you try and, um, you know, book some television film or something? And I auditioned for the show My Brother and Me. Yeah. And I didn't have any idea. I had no idea really. So I auditioned for it. My agent calls and goes, Jim, they, you got a call back. I was like, okay, great. Went, did the call back. Um, I get a call. You got another call back. I'm like, well, can't they just make up their mind? You know what I mean? I got stuff to <laughs> do. I got a job. <laughs> I you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, 
and I, I I distinctly remember this. It was um, about two or three weeks later. I'm in Blockbuster. This is how long ago this was. That's I'm insane. in Blockbuster. You're singing my. You're speaking my language yeah. now. <laughs> I get a call from the agent, Jim. Can you get to the studio right now? They they want to see you. I said, who? And they said, the, the producers from Brother and Me. I'm like, I already saw him. She goes, Jim, this is important. You have to get there. I go, I'm in Blockbuster. And, you know, the new releases just came up. <laughs> Come on. She said, put them back. You have to get to the studio. And I'm like, oh, man. So oh, I put the great. movies back. I get in the car. And I, and I drove over to the studio. And what I had on. And I meet the producers, Calvin Brown Jr., Alanga Adele. And these guys were just down to earth. They just talking mm -hmm. to him. And they said, uh, I'm, and I'm trying to remember the, the script, the sides and stuff. And I get there and I'm like, oh, my God. And they say, hey, Jim, how you doing? I said, I'm good. Yeah. Said, hey, man, we just want to talk to you. It's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So where are you from? I said, well, in my mind, it's like, you're asking me this and somebody else is getting the new releases. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's what I'm thinking. It's yeah. like, I'm from Dallas. <laughs> we started talking sports and whatever. And I never did any of the lines from the show. And they were like, all right, man. Hey, it was good talking to you. And I left. I was annoyed. Yeah. I really was. You're like, what I, does that have to do with the job I was trying to get? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm on my way home. My agent called and said, you booked it. Oh, that's great. And it that's was, great. here I was now, a series regular on a television show. Me, an actor with no real training, had no idea what that meant. Yeah. So I go to my supervisor at the, the Sentinel and say, uh, listen, I got this job that I'm going to do, you know, like acting. Yeah. And he was like, no, Jim, we saw you in the newspaper for doing a little theater stuff. He goes, uh, how long is it going to take? I go, I don't know. Yeah. He said, well, take some time off. He goes, you want, he goes, use all your vacation time. He goes, and if this acting thing don't work out, you can always come back to the Sentinel. That's pretty gracious. That was in 91. <laughs> I haven't been back to the Sentinel. <laughs> He's still but, waiting. Yeah, I really Blockbuster's gone by now, just so you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was, yeah, that's oh how it gosh. started. And after that. What a huge risk, though, Jim. Yeah. That's a big risk. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. But you know, I had the support of family and it I really didn't realize what I was getting into. Yeah. I was just like, well, okay, this is gonna be a cool little job. I'll yeah. do it and then I'll go back to the Sentinel. But after that, then I was doing a movie. And then the next thing you know, it was it was commercials and another TV show, and I'm being called and I'm getting scripts and to do stuff. And I'm like, so this is the way it's gonna be. And then I started doing commercials. Yeah. And after you do a couple of national commercials, you go, you know what? This is all I want to do. <laughs> this is all I want to do. Yeah. So, Why is that? What are what are the perks there? What what do you what do you like? The residuals. Most about oh, okay. Sure. Where it is really, you get a chance to travel, work a couple of days, and then get residuals for a year or so or yeah. more. And it is just so now I'm able to support my family. I sent my kids to college, do everything I needed to do yeah. as an actor. And still have time off to spend with the children, to spend with my family, to do everything I wanted to do. I chose to live in Orlando. Yeah. I would commute to New York. I did that for 13 years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my agent would call from New York and say, Jim, you got an audition tomorrow. I would get up at 6 in the morning, catch the flight, get to New York by 9, go to the audition. And then I'd stay. I had a place in New York, and I would stay there. Sure. 
for a couple of months, you know, family would come and visit. I'd fly back to Orlando, but I did that for over 13 years. Wow. So, but it, I've been it commuting from Montana to Iowa, but it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. A lot of work in New York, more New York than LA. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not, a, I wasn't a big fan of LA. Uh -huh. I wasn't a big fan of LA. There was a lot of meetings and I'm not, I, I guess I'm, I'm pretty much a shy person. Yeah. So the meetings would not always go well because I'm sitting there. And my thing is, if we have an audition, put me on, put me in coach, let me do it. Let me audition, I'll audition. A lot of times the meetings were about, okay, I have this project that's coming up and I just want to get a chance to meet you mm -hmm. and uh, get a feel for your mm -hmm. personality. And I'm thinking, I'm not really in this to be friends with you. I just want to work. I got exactly. I got, I got bills it's a to job. pay, man. Exactly. So no, I hear it's, you. It's, it's yeah. a salad and some water, and you're talking about stuff. It's like, so when is the project? Well, we're working on it. With you know, and I'm I'm being as cordial as I possibly yeah. can. But my mind is like, well, this doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Yeah. So yeah, and I told my agent in, in L.A. I I don't really want to just send me to an audition. Yeah. You know, that's what I do for me. My prayer was always God just. I just want to be a working actor. Yeah. I don't want to be famous. I just love being on a set. There's a gift in that. And, and that's what I got. That. That's yeah. right. I was able to do Law and Order, Criminal Intent, SVU, ER, yeah. all these shows as that character guy. Just come in, do a few, and go. Come in, do a few. So people would see me at the airport and stuff, and they just kind of stare like, I know that guy from somewhere. Where is yeah, it? I like that. I can't that. put my I like finger lot, on though. it, but I, I can't tell you how many times people have said, so what church do you go to? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I know I've seen you, you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so J Justin asked you at the beginning of this, Justin, our, our lead producer on the show, and he asked you, who's your favorite actor? And you said Anthony Hopkins without I, any hesitation. Yeah, I mean, that was I very, yeah. that was very, very quick. Uh, can you give us some stories of maybe co-actors you've worked with, co-stars uh, that surprised you or, or, or left you with something to think about afterwards? Well, I would, I would definitely say Anthony Hopkins made an impact on me. We were doing a movie called Instinct. And um, the fact that he remembered lines from things he had done in the 60s. Incredible. He talked about how he would just go over the lines over and over and over and over until he, they were just instilled. They were there and mm -hmm. he could do any, he could manipulate them any way he wanted. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that he was so intent on was eye contact. Oh, interesting. Eye contact. He's, interesting. Your eyes you know, are, are amazing. He said, you have to be able to look and see what's going on and people have to see it in your eyes. Your eyes can do more things without moving. I like that. Than your facial expressions. I like that. And I'm like, yeah. wow. That, and I watched him and sometimes he would just be still and he would stare and you go. Yeah, you, yeah. Stirring. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And he's not doing anything. It was, <laughs> it, it was amazing. That was, that was really, really cool. That's um, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, um, Charlize Theron, when she did Monster, uh -huh. it was one of those things where we were yeah. at the studio in Orlando. And the first time I saw her, you know, she is stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She, she won't remember me, but yeah. let me tell you, because I was a newscaster in that one. But anyway, she came outside and she was like um, Eileen Wernos. Yeah. And she was smoking a cigarette. And I looked and it was frightening. Yeah. 
to see that transformation from that beautiful woman to whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And wow. just that look, it was like, wow, I saw that transformation. Yeah. That's inspiring. That's it for young actors. It's inspiring oh, to think about the power of eyes, the ability to change your body, how all of that lends itself towards brilliant yeah. performance. And oh, that's incredible. How'd you find uh, how'd you find the father Tolton story? How'd you find it? Oh man, that was like I had basically stepped back and was doing I, my agent and we came to an agreement. I would do a couple of commercials here and episodic now and then because I'm getting up in age and I'm like, well, I just want to kind of kick work back when and I want to work yeah. when I want. Yeah. A friend of mine came to me and she said, uh, I heard about this great, great uh, play. It's a, it's a one man show. It's called told him from slave to priest. And God laid it on my heart to call you. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, why would you, why would he want you to call me? I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, she says, no, Jim, I'm serious. God wants you to do this play. Oh, my goodness. And I said, Nicole, I'm not going to do it. I mean, that's not something I'm interested in. She says, do this favor for me. Because we had been friends for such a long time. And I had given her her first producing job oh, wow. on a TV show. So this was years later. And now she says, just, just do this audition for me. So I auditioned. And I met Leonardo DeFilippis and his wife, Patty. And um, auditioned. They loved the audition. And they told me about the show and Father Tolton and how they traveled from place, city to city, sharing the stories of, of God's saints and soon to be saints. Yeah. Uh, and um, I told my wife about it. She tells her mother and my mother and my mother in law, everybody's talking. And so they start praying. And they go, we want you to do this. This would be such a great mission for you. Oh, my goodness. To go out on the road and, and, and share God's word. And I was thinking, no. <laughs> no. This is, this is I'm fantastic. Not, I'm not going. <laughs> you know, I just did this. Because, people, people start praying. Yeah, You're out of luck. Praying, You're right? out of luck, buddy. So I'm like, okay. And I get a call. Somebody else got the job. Oh, no way. I was like, really? So I'm like, okay, hey. I did Thanks my for part. the prayers. I did yeah. my part. There yeah. you go. So I tell my wife, I said, somebody booked the job. I didn't get the Tolton show. She was like, oh, babe, I'm sorry. She called her mom and t told her mom that somebody got the job. And her mom said, no, they didn't. What do you mean, no, they didn't? The guy's on the road right now. He's working. He's doing the show. She says, no, we prayed about it. God said that this was your job and we all the prayer warriors over here in Ohio, we prayed for you and I don't understand why you're not doing the job. And I said, well, mom, somebody else got it. <laughs> you know, I, that's why I'm not. It's doing called it. the industry. And, and so I was good. <laughs> Three months later, I get a call from Leonardo saying, Jim, would you consider doing the show? Oh, my goodness. I'm like, what? They flew me to uh, Battleground, well, Washington State, and I met with uh, Leonardo and Patty, and we talked about it. And after learning their journey, how for over 30 years they had, you know, packed up the car, they traveled from state to state, sharing these stories yeah. and just ministering, and they had a mission. And it wasn't about money. It wasn't about fame. It was about sharing God's word. Yeah. And I called my wife and I said, babe, this is, this may be it. Yeah. You know, this, this may be it. It is just so beautiful what they're oh doing. Oh my goodness. And she said, well, tell them you'll do it. Yeah. 
And I said, okay, you know, we decided to do it for six months. And what happened to the other guy? It's three years later. Whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. So, and I, when I told my mother in law, okay, I'm going to do it, she goes, I knew you were going to do it. I already <laughs> told everybody it was yours. <laughs> what happened to the other person? Who is the other person that took? I don't, I, I never met him. Oh, how bizarre. Okay. Yeah. Just a different experience. I mean, Father Tolton, I have a, I have a prayer card of Father Tolton yeah. on my desk that was yeah. given to me by uh, Dr. Um, Dr. Augustine, uh, Ansel Augustine, a friend of mine out of, out of Louisiana, who's just a just a Tolton, huge yeah. Tolton advocate. And uh, oh, he rocks my heart. I mean, I read the book and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like just, he rocks my heart. Yeah. That is, that's incredible. Has that, do you feel like the performing the language, the life of a man like that? I know this is a loaded question, but like, do you feel like it's, it's lent some conversion to your heart? Like just kind of changed just the way you see your spirituality and the way that you grow in relationship with Christ. I mean, it's in your language when you describe it, but I'm, I'm just fascinated by that. I have to say that it has been the most transforming thing I've ever done. Oh my goodness. Um, as an actor, you, you get your script, you go out, you do, you know, they, they tell you the words to say, they tell you to mark the hit and that's it. A lot of times it's just, you know, they'll fix it in post. It's no big deal. You go, you do the job and, and you move on to the next one. With this, sharing Father Tolton's life and his struggle and understanding what he has gone through, what he had to go through, the hate that he must have felt, and to still love, to still yeah. be humble and to just share God's word, to not be able to get into a seminary in America. Yeah. At, no one would accept him. And... He goes to Rome and he he he's ordained. And here it is, this kid who was born into slavery. Yeah. Says his first mass is St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. It's amazing. How amazing this it is. is amazing. It, you know, it, this yeah. is like 1886. And he thought he was going to Africa. Yeah. You know, and they sent him back to Quincy, Illinois. Which is unbelievable. You know, but yeah. for me, it it's like. This industry, my life as an actor, like I say, I'm 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 a relatively shy person. I really am. So my whole life as a performer, you wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And to do Father Tolton, the mask came off. Oh my goodness. And I allowed him to speak through me. And each time it's just truly, truly amazing. Oh my goodness. You uh oh my goodness. I love that. Where can we find out more about it? Where can we find out more about the performance of Father oh, Tolton? Oh, stlukeproductions.com, mm -hmm. toltondrama.com. If you want us to come, I, that theater you have oh, would I be know. absolutely amazing yeah. for the show. Yeah. Um, contact St. Luke Productions. Yeah. We will go. We will fly wherever you are. We will present this show. And it is something that I can't really even explain. I can tell you that it is a multimedia drama, uh, a live multimedia drama where there's a movie in the back, an actor on stage, and it all comes together so beautifully. Yeah. It's almost as if you are in his life. Ah, that's so great. That's so great. That's great. Uh, I love what you've done with your OSV talk. I love that you tackled such a monstrous topic. You shared some very vulnerable, faith-filled stories. And it's just so clear that you present from the heart. You have, there's, there's a, 
there's a missional blessing. We might have to credit your mother-in-law for just praying you into that space. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your gifts with us. We are blessed to have you as part of OSV Talks. This is a great gym. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm truly humbled and blessed to be here. Oh, it's a gift. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. OSV brings you these talks from prominent Catholic leaders to get the church talking. You can enjoy all OSV Talks at osvtalks.com. Please rate and review our show wherever you like to listen. Until next time, God bless.